Life is a selfish experience. Who's going to breathe for you? And who's going to die for you? How can people move on from that feeling of selfishness? Awareness is amazing. One of my biggest fears is like, you know, Luke and Mattel grow up and, and they don't consider me a great dad. It's in my head every single day. But love is a really huge skill. You yes. say you found me, but I think I found you. Uh, maybe, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> who knows, who knows? Time passes fast. You're in an altered state, intense focus. And here's a big one. Your ego disappears. Where can I bring awareness, right? To identify that superpower. And the thing about flow, when we're in flow, we can become 500% more productive. Get to live a life with no regrets. That's how you do it. <laughs> Oh no, that's not it. All right, <laughs> that's perfect. Okay, I think it's this one. Okay, we've got some fresh hey, new young talent doing some things. Luis. And welcome to the Content is Profit one, podcast. Two, In here, you're gonna get the insights, accountability, and drive to create consistently and increase revenue. You'll hear from top entrepreneurs, creators, and anything and everything you need to know about content. All this while having a good time. The goal of this podcast is simple: entertain, educate, and turn your content into. Profit. Let's go. Right. Ka -ching, ka -ching. Yeah, we usually have a, a money sound in there, but we don't have the board, so. Anyways, Fonzie, I'm excited about today. I've been talking about this person for quite a while. We share actually every couple of weeks. We jump on a call together, and every time I am so impressed and inspired by what she shares. I'm jealous. Yeah, because you're not on those calls, yeah, I'm, baby. I'm jealous because I'm not on those calls. But at the same time, I'm excited because I feel like I have more room for surprise today you know i'm here as, right. a, as a learner that's right that's right <laughs> i mean she is this incredible coach she's helped hundreds of people and right now she's about to start killing it in the content game which is part of the conversation i really want to go through today successful content creator so i cannot wait to tell so you more this. like behind the scenes type of deal she uh, maybe a little bit i'll let her explain i will see just a second. we'll see how it goes but, uh, but yeah i want to say besides that we're probably going to be talking a little bit about unleashing your highest potential that's right by being the master of your mind and emotions and for purposes of disclaimer i did take that from her website uh, <laughs> yes i mean hey hey that that's what she's claiming to be her expertise that, so we're gonna dive into that's that that's right so please welcome everybody my good friend sherry goldman let's go sherry welcome sherry how you doing I was just jamming out. <laughs> I love out. it. I love I it. Fun fact, fun fact, Sherry, do you want to share the news that you just told us about your new artist, you know, world? <laughs> Can we? Oh my God, that I'm going to be a rock star in addition. I'm adding that to my list. Yes, absolutely. That is so cool. So you said adding that to your list. Does that mean that you have like multiple identities, right? You're like... This is something superhero, multiple identities. Ah, well, Fonzie, you asked such a good question because when you want to perform at ultra high levels, there are things that are just mandatory. Mm. And you have to do certain things to ignite things to happen in your brain. And we all do that a little differently. Okay. And so that's why I am a rock star and singing and acting and I'm a dancer and I do yoga and I run. And I mean, that sounds like a lot, Yeah. but I'm not kidding. I'm into this ultra performance transcendent success. Mm, yeah. And um, you have to do these things to your brain and it pays off. Yeah. Cool. So, I like so, it. And, yeah. and I'm sure we're going to dive into more of that in this conversation. Yeah, so uh, for the sake of context, Sherry, I'm going to share, you know, some of the things that you share with us, right? You, you've helped hundreds yes. of people live substantially better lives, have more passionate relationships and leave more to their absolute fullest potential. And by the way, you and me, we jumped in a call and that call like absolutely changed the trajectory of like that month for me. So like, mm. I really like loved hearing what you said on that call. 
Uh, you absolutely practice what you preach. I see it every single time that, that we meet, right? You walk the talk and you live on your highest potential. Absolutely. Personally and professionally, I think we're both like in, uh, we've been both experimenting a lot of transition over this last year, right? So I've seen it firsthand and I love that we're about to have this conversation, right? And you have developed and, and honed um, on one of the most effective and in, in, in no, innovative, no, Innovative. 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 Wow. Where is my English? Where clearly, my, we need like a, a reading lesson blah, in here. Blah, blah. <laughs> innovative toolbox on the planet to help driven people reach new levels, which is mm. what I experienced. And we're going to talk about that, right? And of course, you know, you are a coach who runs, does yoga, dances, acts, sings, plays music. Right now, you're about to do the rock run. That's what the thing that, that, you know, you are sharing. And you're about to be a content creator. So anyways... That's just for context for people to be like, okay, now now we're good. Now we're sold. I, I, <laughs> now you're sold. Um, and Fonzie. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want you to hold me up to this. You have to make sure <laughs> that I do this. Okay. I've got two secrets Ooh. I'm going to share with you in this conversation. Okay. So if I get distracted, you make sure I tell you the two secrets. All right, I'm putting here in all caps in my notes, two secrets, <laughs> and, you know, since this is clearly going to be the hook for the main episode, we got to deliver, right? Because That's if not, it's considered clickbait, guys, and that is no good. We don't want any clickbait. Now, Sherry, I'm so curious about how did you find out about this kind of like tuning into this identities, right? Because I don't think that's something that comes very common for people. And we've had a conversation previously with probably, you know him as well, Bart Miller. And that I think that was the first time that we get introduced to this concept of tuning into these identities, right? But I'm so curious on your story and how you got to the point where you discovered this or somebody taught it to you. That is a good question. And what we tend to see in social media are the shiny parts. Mm. So I'm glad you asked this because like most of us, how did I get here? I got here because I was a great dancer and I just couldn't tap in mm. to the talent I had. Yeah. And, you know, if you have talent and you can't really get to it, it becomes a form of torture. And so, and I had great successes as an entrepreneur, but I could not sustain this high level of loving life, of feeling zestful, of feeling like I know how to get this, like I know how to rock and roll because I would do, 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 do. Mm. And so I searched for answers and they're not out there. They're not out there. It's like, okay, so you can go cure depression or you can go be successful, but how do you sustain? Mm. And so it led to a very unexpected and unplanned journey of decades to really get answers. Mm. And so now I live by these answers. I um, thrive in these answers. I grow in these answers and I've I call it transcendent success because successful people, we need more because you can feel it's not enough. Success is, I mean, success is wonderful. But if you think about the toolbox that we build to create success, it's amazing. It's self-reliance, it's risk-taking, it's getting out of the box, it's novelty, it's commitment, it's grit. Those are phenomenal. Yeah. But to have a, an amazing life experience where you love and you live your whole life, the success toolbox, well, it's, it's not big enough. Yeah. It needs to be bigger because success is a certain skill, a certain box of skills, and we need more than that. So transcendent success is a lifestyle of surpassing what yeah. you already know I, forever. Yeah. Cherry, I, I love this, right? Just on the way here, I was getting, I was getting some food and I was listening to these interviews with, uh, Lewis Hamilton. Do you know who Lewis Hamilton is? The, no. he's a, 
eight-time or seven-time world champion of Formula One, high-speed racing, right? And it's the first podcast interview that he actually does. And uh, they were talking... Was it an interview at Content is Profit? Was that the first one he did? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not yet. Not yet. It's coming. It it was um, on Jay Shetty's podcast. And it it was actually really good. And um, he was talking about he's at the absolute best, right, at what he does. And you spend so many years honing in on that one skill, which for him is driving really, really fast, really, really good without crushing a multi-million dollar machine, right? And winning consistently for so many years in a row, right? And he's at the point of the, his career where he's starting to question a little bit of his success. So that, am I good enough? Am I young enough, right? There's a lot of these young up and coming racers that are probably 10 years younger than him and are giving really good competition, right? So there's a lot of self-doubt there, but at the same time, right. He's starting to find that purpose and how he wants to evolve and continue to maybe develop other skills, right? So to be really good at one thing, right, he says on his side, and I think I kind of agree with him as well, is that you really need to get into that one thing and be extremely focused to be extre- to be the best. But now what he's finding is like, well, I've had all these areas of interest that I've neglected over the years to become the absolute best at this. And now this new phase that he's he has a nonprofit, he's helping with inclusion in many, many areas of the world. He's like, how do we now go from that one skill to start assigning time and developing the other skills that I really want to do? And I thought it was really curious, right? Because uh, that desire of other things, and I think as entrepreneurs and business owners, we feel that every single day, right? Like we have... We might get distracted by some of them, but also we feel the desire to continue to learn new and different skills. How do we balance that and how do we actually make the decision to to go and tackle these new skills? How do we know is the right time? And I think it ties together with the transcendent success, right? Exactly, exactly. And so I actually don't think it's about balancing. I don't think balancing is real. Because passion is not balanced. So it's about how do we use our passions so that we don't suffer over them. So, and that's the skill. That's the skill. Because we have these abilities, and if we don't know how to maximize them, they become a pain. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's not about balancing, it's about optimizing. Okay. I, li- I like what you mentioned. How do we use our passions so we don't suffer over them? I think that's a powerful phrase, right? And you mentioned after that, it's about optimizing them, right? And how do we, so how do we start doing that, right? And I, I relate a lot to this because I've considered myself a very passionate person, you know, and uh, I attach a lot of my emotions to to my passions. I agree. And at the same time, I'm somebody that I love. I think this is just a human condition in general, but I love novelty, right? And a lot of times when I'm, you know, chasing some of these passions, for example, building a business, sometimes you might fall into, you know, a routine, doing one thing over and over. And again, part of it is having the discipline to do those things over and over again, right? But in that, I feel like sometimes I get lost and I lose some of that passion, right? And try to seek some novelty, something that can spark that passion again, right? And to tie that into something that maybe the listener can relate to as well is relationships. After you've been in the same relationship for a long period of time, things start to, you know, kind of like die down a little bit, that passion. And sometimes to ignite that again, you need some novelty, include some novelty in their relationship, right? Do different things with your partner, go different adventures, etc. right? To kind of like bring that passion back into life. But then what does it mean exactly to optimize that? How do we optimize that passion? How can we maybe give a few steps for the listener right now to start optimizing their own passions? Well, I think it's time for secrets. All right, let's go. I mean, like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So your question was just right on. So I'm going to say something to you, Fonzie, that you know, 
but now I want you to really know this. You have, you're gifted with and plagued by the ability of novelty. It's a gift you have, right? Mm -hmm. You're good at it. You see it, you go for it. And if you don't have it, you're maybe antsy or irritated, right? So there is, and I'm going to give you a word for it. It's a superpower. Okay. So transcendent success. Here's the secret today. There are two key things that we absolutely need for transcendent success. And one is we need to know what our superpowers are. And I'll tell you a little bit about that if you're curious, but Fonzie, one of yours is novelty. Okay. So we need to know our innate superpowers. These aren't the skills that we put on our resume. Those are skills. Like if you play the violin, you've got, you've achieved that skill through practice. That's not a superpower. That's a skill. Mm -hmm. So superpowers we're born with, and it is just the way it is and they don't go away. Okay. So we need our superpowers. We need to know what they are. They're so innate and natural that we don't even realize we have them often. Mm. See how you have this novelty? I want you to know not everyone has it. There are people, Fonzie, who thrive on consistency. They're just different. They're just different. So you have it and they're easy to ignore because they come so naturally. So we need to know our superpowers. And then the second thing that we need to know how to do is we need to know how to trigger flow states. Mm. Okay. And flow states are, they're neuroscientifically proven. When we're in flow, if you see an, like you two are, you know, soccer people, if you see someone doing something in a game, that's absolutely spectacular. Like it almost seems superhuman. Yeah. We do superhuman things. We on a regular basis, we do actually do superhuman things. Mm -hmm. When you see it, that person, I can guarantee you they're in a state of flow. Yeah. And what happens when we're in a state of flow is there's no drug you can take to create a flow state because no drug is going to give you the six neurochemicals that happen when we're in flow. There are six of them. Let's see. Endorphins, uh, dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, anandamide, and there's one more. Um, and so no drug you can take is going to do that to your brain, but flow does. Mm. And the thing about flow, when we're in flow, we can become 500% more productive. Like, wow, wow. really? It's actually proven. We can become 500% more productive. Mm. We're at peace and we know things that we wouldn't normally know. We can do things beyond what we can normally do. And so, and we can get good at doing this to ourselves. Now, the reason I'm bringing up today superpowers and flow is because one of the best ways to trigger your own flow state is through your superpowers. Mm. And because when we use our superpowers, we don't have to work hard. We're innately great at our superpowers. So we're going to just excel because it's the way we are. And so when you use your superpowers, when you feel really authentic, You're really great at what you do. And it's one of the easiest ways to trigger yourself into flow. And so a transcendent success where you're always surpassing a lifetime of being able to surpass our own selves. Those are two key factors. Interesting. I love, I love this. Um, I took a lot of notes. I'm definitely going to revisit this back. And, um, I guess the, the follow-up question for me, a little selfish here, right? You're saying that my, uh, my superpower is novelty and I'm one of them, one, one of them. them, one of them, right? So people have multiple super superpowers and I'm looking back at my, my life and 
I can spot multiple moments. Like, first of all, the, the thing that I've been the most consistent with in my life has been soccer. Like, I've just played soccer my whole life. I still love it. I still play. But besides that, I love learning new things, right? So I think it's that aspect of novelty that you that Absolutely. you mentioned, right? And I remember when we first started doing the social media marketing agency, right? This was years back. I started diving into learning how to use a camera, how to <laughs> edit video. And at that time I had a, you know, my ex-girlfriend and I remember she comes and I'm editing late at night and she's like, oh, what are you doing? And I remember this so clearly I turned to her. I was like, I think I found what I can do for the rest of my life, you know? And uh, I was like, AKA video editing. I was like, I think I can do this for the rest of my life. Fast forward a few months. I'm like, I don't want to do this ever again. I'm tired of it. I want to find somebody that can do this for us. And that moment, the realization of that, I think it was kind of iconic in a way for me. And now I remember it. And now looking back at it, I'm like, I think that's just, like you mentioned, putting a tag on it. That's my superpower in the sense that I'm like, I like learning and kickstarting these things. I'm a good starter. And then I probably need uh, the help, right? The consistency. Somebody that is a, a great finisher, right? Okay, my, my brother okay. here, right? There my, you go. My brother is a great partner for these things. But you I say, think you say you found me, but I think I found you. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Who, knows? <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Who knows? But I, I, I find yeah. that very interesting. And, you know, I always say that uh, just having awareness of something is a superpower of itself because now you have the power of making a decision. And now Absolutely. that I have awareness of this novelty superpower, right, I think it gives me uh, an option, which is, okay, how do I start embracing this superpower? How do I start utilizing novelty to may maybe kickstart some processes, but at the same time, how do I plan around it so I can set up the next part, the consistency that's coming up to the best of its ability, right? Like Okay, so let's... Let's dive in a minute. And yep. this one is for both of you. So your superpower is not playing soccer. Yep. Okay. That's the skill. Yeah. Mm. So what are superpowers of someone who would gravitate to soccer, highly excel at soccer and love it? So I'm going to say um, speed, fast twitch. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you can be a great athlete, but be slow twitch, be more of a marathoner. You don't want a marathoner on your soccer team. Right. Mm -hmm. So fast twitch. I would say hand eye coordination. I would say depth perception because you're playing in a field and you have to be able to sense the goal mm -hmm. and your teammates. Right. And they're all around you. So you have yep. all those skills and another skill that I think soccer players have and maybe a lot of team sports have is one, you must, you're probably empathic. And what I mean by that is you can sense the other people around you. You can sense what's going on. You yep. can sense what the, what the other players are doing. And so you're perceptive and another innate superpower is you're not swimming. You know, swimming, you're in the pool and you're doing it all by yourself. You're in a team. So I'm going to say you probably naturally both have a team player mindset. Yeah. Mm. Not my so brother. He doesn't pass the, the ball. He doesn't pass the ball. So. <laughs> wow. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's a great team player. <laughs> so, I, might, I might be too much of a team player sometimes. So that's okay. That's a conversation <laughs> for a different day. <laughs> Sorry, okay. Jake, and now novelty. Yep. You're probably fancy, at least using this naturally in soccer, because every time you're playing, it's novel. Hmm. Someone else who's yeah. out there to like to exercise or they'll find it boring after a while. But you always find it novel. So you're using these things, a lot of these skills, without even having to work at it. I mean, you have to work to be good at it and you have yeah. to be consistent. But those superpowers are what make you good, really good or great. Yeah, I'm listening to this and I first, I, I love it. And 
at the same time, it's helping me kind of look inside of, of me and ask these questions where like, okay, where can I bring awareness, right, to identify that superpower, right? Because that's, I think as a as a business owner or a content creator too, it's, 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 it's a must do, right? So we can learn it's exactly. A must. How can we start delegating and how can we start like hiring our vendors and, and going here? But I remember before that, even on the flow state, uh, to recognize that I, I remember a specific scene. I, I remember specific moments of our soccer career that I remember everything that's happening in that specific moment mm -hmm. playing. Where yes. the people were, what happened, everything is in slow motion, my thoughts, you know, and 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 I remember... Our mom, our dad used to sit us down in the kitchen after each game, right? And we have this little whiteboard, and he will be like, "Hey, remember this play?" And then we'll talk the play, and then he'll draw the figures in the whiteboard, and we'll talk about this. And I, and our mom is a mat, uh, a mathematician, right? And she teaches in a university, and she comes and is like, "How is it that you guys come from this game and remember all these specific details about what just happened?" And you can't remember like the math equations that you know we've been studying for three hours, right? And it's because we were in this flow state while we were playing exactly. soccer, and it's incredible, right? And then now, I'm, I'm, as you were having this conversation, you know, just now, I'm, I'm trying to remember like why are those flow stages inside of my business today? Because those are indicators of things when I'm, I'm doing that I enjoy. Maybe the time passes real fast. Yes. And I, yes. So time passes fast. You're in an altered state, intense, mm -hmm. intense focus. And here's a big one. Your ego disappears. Mm. You're no longer competing or winning. You're just in the zone. And the second that you need to do it well, it kind of will spit you back out. So those are clues that you're in the zone. I love it. Okay. Love it. And you can be in the zone micro or macro. So what you're recalling is a macro event. And so I'm going to tell you what I've accepted for myself, life on life terms, because it's my nature, because I need novelty, because I have a curiosity that's never ending. And I need newness, and I need joy, and I need love and all. So yeah. flow on a daily basis, flow on a daily basis. And that is not wasting time. It's mandatory because that means on a daily basis, I'm getting at least some micro or macro, all those six chemicals in my brain. Yeah. That's become like a regular event for me. And that's one of the ways that we're going to optimize our performance. And it sounds like it's a big deal. Like our head would go, oh my God, I have to like make that commitment. And I'm going to say it can be short. Yeah. It can be five minutes or it can go be an hour or it can go be a week away. Yeah. So there's all kinds of ways to do it, but it's mandatory yeah. because that's how we elevate. Absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, so, sorry, real quick. So it sounds like it's kind of like a muscle that you got to work at, but I'm curious how, how do we get into that? state right because i felt it i felt that state before that my brother mentioned like soccer okay. sometimes here at work again back to the story of when i was learning how to video edit i was in flow those first you know let's say a couple of weeks when i was learning doing all the learning and implementing i, was, I had I, I moments feel, of flow sorry, i feel every time fonzie is in flow too because she he gets so excited that he interrupts anything that i'm doing to tell me about the thing that he's learning and that's okay, my trigger. So now here's <laughs> so I'll tell no, you, flow. Okay, here's a team. Okay, so Fonse, I want to answer you first. You already did this innately. You don't even know that you did it, perhaps. You're a soccer player, which means you're a team player. Okay, now team being a team player isn't perfection because other people are going to sometimes like, or another team, some you're going to get knocked down, you're going to get elbowed, yeah. you're going to, the two of you are going to rub each other. Mm. So you have to know that you're a team player, that's how you excel. And then, then you have to also self-induce flow. So I'm going to tell you some things that the two of you just did without thinking about it. How do you start your podcast? How do we start? We turn, we turn jamming the, out. <laughs> okay. Oh, say? We turn the computer on. Yeah. Step one. No, you don't. No, you don't. I mean, here's how you start. You put that music on 
And then the two of you, I'm going to just now, because awareness is key, right? Yes. What do the two of you do? You put that music on and you deliberately start laughing and start moving around and and start talking to each other. You deliberately elevate and come in as a team. Whatever's annoying about the two of you right then, you don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's how you started. And that's probably some, yeah. I love that observation, but I mean, just two days ago when we recorded, I remember I was coming pretty, and there's a lot of days that this happened, right? Like maybe Fonzie is in a meeting, maybe we just came out of a heated conversation, right, of on processes. But um, just a couple of days ago, I came in here and he's like, hey, are you okay? And I was coming frustrated for something. And I remember I just sat here and I took like three deep breaths, right? And he's like, yes, that's good. And then we literally put the music on and our state changed. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Now, do you have a soccer ball in this room? Not right now. Do you kick? Do you kick the ball around a couple of times before you sit down? And I'm going to say, if you're not, why not? Yeah. Uh, If you don't have a soccer ball around in your studio. Yeah. Not in in the studio. Not in the studio now. We need one. Okay. And and maybe it's um one of those what are those soft ones that don't do any no, damage? No, it's okay. We have the we have good skills. We'll we <laughs> <laughs> we be okay. the real ones. So life on life's terms. Mm-hmm. Like you accept that so if you're an athlete, mm. you're not an athlete when you have time. Not if you want to optimize. And not if you yeah, want to like yeah. because what happens is when we do this to our brain. It shows us also how to be in our relationships. It's not like, oh my God, I got to go take time. I got to go be with, because I've been so busy and, and I know they're mad at me. That's not going to work. You you trigger flow and you go home and you're like, hi, like, oh my God, this is, I'm so happy. To, and that person, you get, you get to give yourself that yeah. way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's not effort. It's actually real. Yeah. I actually so without it, that, yeah. I was gonna say I actually leave it with my kids, right? Um, you know, whatever mm. day I had, whenever I get home and pick them up at five, is I have to trigger. It's like I must trigger this flow moment with them. I cannot transfer whatever energy that I'm I'm bringing in that's negative. What that I consider negative, I cannot do that. So I go through this. I. I I don't know if it happens naturally because when you do become a dad, things change, right? But the second I see my kids, everything changes, right? And for the next like three hours while I'm with them and, uh, you know, we play, we eat dinner, we get them ready for bed. Nothing like I'm in flow during those three hours with them. So I think it's so important, like what you just said, it's maybe anchoring, maybe I'm interpreting this way, like anchoring this moment, right? And bring awareness from these moments and actions to then continue to recreate this this flow moment. Is yes. that correct? Is that yes. accurate? And okay. I want to give you one little thought because life is selfish and a transcendent lifestyle, we have to want it badly enough. Yeah. Yeah. It has to be all about me because that's I'm, that's the only way I'm going to do it. I'm going to, that's the only way I'm going to know if I'm in it. And that's the only way I'm going to share it. And that's the only way I'm going to make my highest impact all across the board. So here's a subtle thing I want to say. You're not doing it for your kids. Mm-hmm. You're doing it for yourself. Yeah. Okay. Mm. And when we're really honest like that, we're doing it for ourselves. Why? 100%. Because then we get to be that dad then you get to be that person who's going to leave a legacy. Then you get to be that person who's going to like have these relationships that just blow your mind. Then you get to live a life with no regrets. That's how you do it. Can I, can I connect the dots real quick before I know you have a couple of thoughts on this, but I mean, just last night, um, obviously I want to be a great dad, right? It's one of my biggest fears is like, you know, Luke and Mattel grow up and, and they don't consider me a great dad. And uh, that's one of the things that it's in my head every single day. So last night we came in late from 4th of July. We have fireworks, whatnot, uh, way past the kid's bedtime. We put him we put him down. I still had to walk the dog, right? That's 30 more minutes. I'm like, boy, tomorrow's an early day. So put the baby down. Luca, who's the oldest, he's four. He's with Katie. And I come in. I'm like, hey, Luca, 
Uh, I hope you have a, a wonderful night. I'm about to go walk Atlas. And he's like, okay. And then I leave, right? And the tradition the last month or so is that I stay with him in bed and, and I just make up a story. He loves like making up stories, right? And uh, we, it just me and him, we shared like that moment and, and it's good. And I was like putting, you know, the leash on the dog or not. And Katie comes out and I hear just Lucas screaming, crying, right? And she's like, hey, um, he's sad because you got, you're not telling him the story. And in my head, I'm like, well, I told him that I was going to go walk Atlas, that tonight was not no story day. And then I remember going back to that moment where like, first of all, we're running out of time with the, you know, it's, it's, they're growing so fast. Right. And it's like, how many more nights am I going to have to tell him a story before he tells me no dad. Right. And then he's like, okay, it's whatever. It's 10 more minutes. And then I remember going into that state of flow and that change of, cause I was exhausted. All I wanted was to yeah, go to bed. Yeah. Right. We spend the whole day together in the sun, right. In the pool, not a bad thing, a really good thing, but it's like, I need to go to bed. That was my, my thing. So went back in there and we actually spent like 30 minutes, right? And it was fun and it was all these things. And and it's like connecting that, you know, to I go back and I'm like, wow, I did this for me. I want to be a good dad, right? There. <laughs> so let me connect a couple of dots again with what you said, okay? Because like you said, Fonty, awareness is amazing. So here's a clue. When you're in a battle over time, I promise you time will win, okay? Because there's only so much time. So time is always gonna win. And if you're in a battle with time, it's a clue that you're in your head. And if you're in your head, then you could say you're in your ego and you are, you have been catapulted out of flow. Yeah, yeah. And so if you use it almost like an athlete, if you use it, as your your information oh my god i'm obsessing about time i'm worried i'm not in flow i need to just bump myself a little bit into flow and what can you do right then a simple thing you can just follow your breath mm -hmm. you can just follow your breath and it'll be micro flow take it you know take it because it doesn't take time to do that and so you start to just notice your own breathing because we don't have to remember to breathe we're always just breathing and so you follow your own breath and you'll get out of that time thing that's just a mind never-ending loop mm -hmm. and from there that you'll start to think differently quickly like it can be quick so it's not real that we need all this time to figure this stuff out it's not real it's not true yeah yeah love it yeah, that's um, very interesting. It's definitely providing a lot of food for thought in here. And there's something that we tell everybody when we're talking about kind of like selling, right? It, which is think about WIFT, what's in it for them. And I, when you're talking about this, it's like you want, you know, what's best for you. I'm like, hmm, with them. With them. <laughs> what's in it for me, right? At the end of the day and you know this the start with the why theory from like simon sinek right like always what is the why i feel like that has i mean first of all that's very popular now right and out in the in the entrepreneurial world because it's like people feel it like, i feel like people always need this motivation right like this refueling rekindling of their passion right towards their goal so a lot of people refer back to start with the why. And I feel like a lot of people, their why is always like this big thing under their perception for others, which is interesting because now you mentioned, no, it has to, has to be for you. And I'm not going to lie. I think I side more with you on this one because of my personal experience. I remember we were joining this accountability group and one of the things that you had to do was, all right, you gotta, what is your big why? And you gotta say it every single day. I had such a hard time coming up with this thing, the what is my big why? Because, you know, inside of me, I was like, well, I'm doing this because, you know, I want a good business. You know, <laughs> like I wanna be a good, you know, I, I wanna be a, awesome entrepreneur and grow and yes that will as consequence will you know drip into my personal life my relationship etc um but you know i put a why that was for others right i said you know i want to help other entrepreneurs do x y and c 
And the result was that every single time I would read that why, I wasn't getting fueled or, you know, my passion wasn't getting rekindled, whatever. Like, it That's wasn't happening. right. And I think it's because it wasn't for me. But here's the, ca the caveat. is like thinking that before I used to feel, and I will, you know, I think I s still do feel that way a little bit selfish because now you're like, wow, I'm doing it for for me, right? I'm just thinking about me. How can people move on from that feeling of selfishness? Or is it something that has just been developed because of the message that's out there? Right? Well, let's really just answer the question. So um, life is selfish. Who's going to breathe for you and who's going to die for you? So hmm. life is a selfish experience and you are born and we're all born with these superpowers. And it's not even up to us what superpowers we're born with. It is what it is. Yeah. And so we have to selfishly pay attention to what ignites us because that's our data and it's not hokey and it's not, it's not being greedy. There's a difference in between being greedy and paying attention. And yeah. so if I don't pay attention, like right now, I'm not acting like right now, this is totally, I'm in the zone because this is what, this is growth. This is interesting. This is a performance. This is me using myself. And I can't fake it. And if yeah. I was faking yeah. it, it wouldn't work. And you'd be like, okay, well, that was okay. Let's, you know, I wouldn't make my highest impact. Yeah. And I, so the umbrella it is, I need to love, I need to love. And that sounds so corny, but love is a really huge skill. <laughs> it takes a lot to love in your work, to love in your family, to love yourself, to pull that off. I mean, that takes an unconventional toolbox. So it's self-centered, but it's not greedy. Mm. And so I think we get confused between the two. Mm. I love it. Thank you for uh, bringing this to my awareness. And I feel like in a way it has given me permission to, you know, to yes. like lean into that, which is pretty cool. Yes. And I know we're coming close to an end here and we're definitely going to have to have another part two where we talk a little <laughs> bit. I, I, I heard you mention a few times toolbox and that is something actually that I saw on your website as well. So I'm sure you have some sort of framework based on that, right? That you might call the toolbox, which I would love to explore in the next conversation. And of course, maybe in there we can catch up on your uh, creator story, right? Like that's yes. that, that new yes. identity that you're building as a creator. I would love to see how that's going. Yeah. What you felt. Um, and I'm, I'm curious, right? We, today's conversation went a lot around, I mean, mostly right about this two secrets, which is the superpower and the flow, right? Yes. How can, usually we, we ask for an action point at the end, right? And okay. I would love for those listening, right? That maybe they're confused on like, what is their superpower? What can okay. they do? Yes. To, what, what action can they take to learn about their superpower? It's a beautiful question. And I'm really glad you asked. Because when you work with me, I always give you homework. So <laughs> Let's go. Always give I homework. Certify, so, yeah, I certify, yeah, I confirm that. Right. She did give okay. me homework. I did. Right. <laughs> I snuck it in there. Yes, um, yes. So here's how you start. You pay attention, not to what you've become good at, but you go back to when you were little and what would you spend hours doing? Would you spend hours pretending? Would you spend hours riding your bike? But did you spend hours catching tadpoles? Did you spend hours taking things apart and putting them back together? Did you spend hours playing sports? Whatever, those are clues to what you're just naturally doing when you have all the time in the world. And what we do as we grow older is we put them away and we say, now it's time to go be successful. And we're putting our success in a box because we're limiting ourselves because now we're only going to do these things. And all those things that started just from being born, that's actually how we're going to really catapult our performance. So I want to say those things when you want to review them, 
And your job is to understand if you want to be an ultra high performer and create and have novelty and passion in your life, they're mandatory. They're mandatory. This is great. This is, can we, can we play this game for like one minute? Is yes. that, do we have enough time with you, Sherry? Yeah. For yes. that? Okay. Yep. Do, what are the things that you're doing as like the homework, like pay attention to when you were little mm -hmm. and what do you spend some, so much time doing? Yeah. I mean, if I'm being honest, my thought went to, to the podcast right now. Like when you were talking that my, my thought went like, now I know why I like the podcast so much. And I'm like, because ah. I, because every conversation is new, it's novelty. Right. I'm go. like, I'm like the podcast, the conversation itself is a medium, but wait, is a skill. That, I know, I know, I know, that's I, not I know, the question. I know that's not the question, but okay. I'm, ju I'm just talking about again, <laughs> like going through my realization here. I'm like, wow, I love this because of the novelty aspect of it. Now, what did I do as, as a kid? Um, I mean, it's, I feel like I, we, we kind of like grew up in a routine with like school and soccer. But like you said, it's soccer. Every practice is different, right? And right. I love, you didn't I love do that. On your free time, because you a lot with with or dad, and I and I didn't like practicing that much with or dad because it didn't have that much aspect of novelty because it was there always the same freaking okay. sessions every single okay. time. But Sherry, now, Fonzie, I want you to watch what's happening. So, okay. Yeah. Now, Luis, I guess. you have to be careful. You're using a superpower right now to question him, but you didn't. You didn't answer your own question. I will answer my so, own question. There. Yeah, I will answer my 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 question. Um, my question to you is like, what did we spend hours doing on our own? What did you? I know. I will. I will answer. I know my answer, and What's I will your say answer? it. My question is, like, on our own, based on our own call, or because other people are telling us to do that on our free time. Let's not get. Too specific complicated because okay. we all we all grew up and we were raised in families somehow okay yeah. and so there's a lot of influences yeah yeah and okay. so you can be forced into playing soccer okay okay and so you can hate soccer and what you're doing while you're in soccer is you're off in your imagination and so if you remember soccer and you remember daydreaming then daydreaming is your actual superpower. Okay, I, I remember something different for me. So my, I, okay. the way I interpreted the question is like things that I would do on my own. So soccer obviously was a, a big part of, of our life and we did that, yes, a, a lot. But to me, was watching TV. <laughs> like that's what I, I would spend hours doing when I was not there and that's a constant battle with my dad. And uh, I'm trying to relate it to why I enjoyed it so much. Like, and obviously TV at the time, but content. Right. Okay. Now I want you to just, here's your homework. Okay. I want you to remember being a kid and watching TV and I want you to look at it from a different lens. Okay. Because there's all this social connotation about kids shouldn't be watching TV and it's bad to watch TV and you're a cat. Okay. I want you to pay attention. Dig deeper, right? Just let it occur to you. What did you watch? What did you love about it? And how is it still playing out for you today? And I'm going to say, so you're the soccer player. You could think soccer is your superpower, but really look what you're creating. You're creating shows and there's a theme, right? Okay. So here, here's where I go. And I will probably wrap up with this is I remember one specific, like one of those flow moments, <laughs> which is crazy. Yes. Watching TV in the couch. I remember, and I remember thinking, how cool would it be? to just sit in the couch and watch content all day long. And I'm a hyper consumer of content, like as Fonzie, right? Like we listen to podcasts on the drive. Okay, there you go. We watch there stuff, we study it, like it, it evolves, right? Okay, Fonzie, I want you to watch this and I'm gonna leave you with this because then I gotta go. Yes. <laughs> Luis, here's another superpower you have. And I don't think you know it yet. Fonzie, I want you to hear this. Luis, what you can do, not only do you see content, you freeze on certain screens and you can replay those screens and rewind and see it again and rewind and see it again. And I want you to know most people can't do that. You've said a few times just in our conversation, I'm remembering this. Yeah. I'm remembering this. That's a superpower. Okay. Like recalling. Yeah. 
recalling, but recalling vividly. Yeah. That's yeah. a superpower. Yeah. I can't do that. I, I don't do that at all. I never do that. If there's and something, you just do it naturally. Mm -hmm. If there's something opposite to a superpower, mine is that I forget a lot of things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sherry, yeah. I, 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 know, I know we have to go. Part know, two no. wait, 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 has wait. to come. Can, can there can people have more than one superpower? Of course, she said that. we have many superpowers. many superpowers. Yeah. You see, yes. I tell you, I forget. Things. And I remember. That. <laughs> <laughs> Sherry, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Anything Amazing. you want to add you. before we head out? If you want to perform at your ultra levels, there are tools, and you can learn them. And my providing those tools to people is one of the ways that I use so many of my own superpowers and that's why I excel at it. And that's why when you're with me, you're like, whoa, that was really great. And I could say that, not egotistical, but it's taken me a long time to understand. I can say that genuinely yeah. because I'm awed by it also. Like, it's just amazing. And so when you use yourself this way, you're really just humble. Like, I'm just using myself the way I'm supposed to be used. Mm. And that's when we're at our best. That's when we're Yes. Love mm. it. Sharing, I'm going to make the last comment here. People need to see you on screen and listen oh, to yeah. you. Oh, yeah. So we cannot yes. wait to see the, co the content that comes out. So everybody that has been part of this conversation and, and want to learn more about Sherry, we're going to leave all her social links right linked below. Yep, yep. So go connect with her. Go yes. ask her questions. Go tell her. You need to start a podcast Bring right it now. Challenge her because it, it, it's amazing. So Sherry, extremely thankful that you were able to come to the show today. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, and you were extremely generous with your time. So, Fonzie, anything else you want to add? I was going to say thank you. This was absolutely <laughs> amazing. I was thank at the you. edge of my it was seat. Wonderful. Soaking <laughs> everything in. I can't wait to re-listen to this. And honestly, I can't wait to share it with everybody. So yes. they can, you know, can you bring so awareness yeah. to themselves and, you know, hopefully start yes. seeing things in a, in a, with a different set of eyes. Yeah. Right. And Luis, let's thank our coach for bringing us together. Katie Absolutely. Richardson, right? Yes. Let's do it. A little plug for Katie Richardson. Let's do it. Yay. Well, it was a pleasure to right? our session. <laughs> okay. Yes. With that said, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show in your favorite podcasting platform and on social media at Miss Bros Co. That is right. And if Sherry here help you move one step closer towards your goal, please don't forget to share this episode and, and, Leave a five-star review. See ya. Bye, guys.